0: John 20-John 20 to John 21 New English Translation Now very early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been moved away from the entrance. So she went running to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they have put Him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out to go to the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down and saw the strips of linen cloth lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who had been following him, arrived and went right into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen cloth lying there, and the face cloth, which had been around Jesus' head, not lying with the strips of linen cloth but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, came in, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead, so the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood outside the tomb weeping. As she wept, she bent down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where Jesus' body had been lying, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Mary replied, They have taken my Lord away, and I do not know where they have put Him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Because she thought He was the gardener, she said to Him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will take him, Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Raboni, which means teacher. Jesus replied, Do not touch me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and informed the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them what Jesus had said to her. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, The disciples had gathered together and locked the doors of the place because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When He had said this, He showed them His hands and His side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. Just as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And after He said this, He breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you retain anyone's sins, they are retained. Now, Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he replied, Unless I see the wounds from the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the wounds from the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will never believe it. Eight days later, the disciples were again together in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and examine my hands. Extend your hand and put it into my side. Do not continue in your unbelief, but believe. Thomas replied to him, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are the people who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus performed many other miraculous signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are recorded so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. After this Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. Now this is how he did so. Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel, who was from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples of his were together. Simon Peter told them, I'm going fishing. We will go with you, they replied. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already very early morning, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, Children, you don't have any fish, do you? They replied, No. He told them, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they threw the net and were not able to pull it in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. So Simon Peter, when he heard that it was the Lord, tucked in his outer garment, for he had nothing on underneath it, and plunged into the sea. Meanwhile the other disciples came with the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, only about a hundred yards. When they got out on the beach, they saw a charcoal fire ready with a fish placed on it, and bread. Jesus said, Bring some of the fish you have just now caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and pulled the net to shore. It was full of large fish, 153, but although there were so many, the net was not torn. Come, have breakfast, Jesus said. But none of the disciples dared to ask him. Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Then when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these do? He replied, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus told him, Feed my lambs, Jesus said a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He replied. Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus told him, Shepherd my sheep, Jesus said a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? And said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus replied, Feed my sheep. I tell you the solemn truth, when you were young, you tied your clothes around you and went wherever you wanted, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and others will tie you up and bring you where you do not want to go. Now Jesus said this to indicate clearly by what kind of death Peter was going to glorify God, after he said this, Jesus told Peter, follow me. Peter turned around and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. This was the disciple who had leaned back against Jesus' chest at the meal and asked, Lord, who is the one who is going to betray you? So when Peter saw him, he asked Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus replied, if I want him to live until I come back, what concern is that of yours? You follow me. So the saying circulated among the brothers and sisters that this disciple was not going to die. But Jesus did not say to him that he was not going to die, but rather, if I want him to live until I come back, what concern is that of yours? This is the disciple who testifies about these things and has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. There are many other things that Jesus did. If every one of them were written down, I suppose the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. Psalm 65-Psalm to 66 New English Translation for the Music Director, A Psalm of David, A Song. Praise awaits you, O God, in Zion. Vows made to you are fulfilled. You hear prayers, all people approach you. Our record of sins overwhelms me, but you forgive our acts of rebellion. How blessed is the one whom you choose and allow to live in your palace courts. May we be satisfied with the good things of your house, your holy palace. You answer our prayers by performing awesome acts of deliverance. O God, our Savior. All the ends of the earth trust in you, as well as those living across the wide seas. You created the mountains by your power and demonstrated your strength. You calmed the raging seas and their roaring waves, as well as the commotion made by the nations. Even those living in the remotest areas are awestruck by your acts, you cause those living in the east and west to praise you. You visit the earth and give it rain, you make it rich and fertile. God's streams are full of water, you provide grain for the people of the earth, for you have prepared the earth in this way you saturate its furrows, and soak its plowed ground. With rain showers you soften its soil, and make its crops grow. You crown the year with your good blessings, and you leave abundance in your wake. The pastures and the wilderness glisten with moisture, and the hills are clothed with joy. The meadows are clothed with sheep, and the valleys are covered with grain. They shout joyfully, yes, they sing. For the music director, a song, a psalm. Shout out praise to God, all the earth. Sing praises about the majesty of his reputation. Give him the honor he deserves. Say to God, How awesome are your deeds! Because of your great power, your enemies cower in fear before you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Selah, come and witness God's exploits. His acts on behalf of people are awesome. He turned the sea into dry land, they passed through the river on foot. Let us rejoice in him there. He rules by his power forever, he watches the nations. Stubborn rebels should not exalt themselves. Selah, praise our God, you nations. Loudly proclaim his praise. He preserves our lives and does not allow our feet to slip. For you, O oh God, tested us, you purified us like refined silver. You led us into a trap, you caused us to suffer. You allowed men to ride over our heads, we passed through fire and water, but you brought us out into a wide open place. I will enter your temple with burnt sacrifices, I will fulfill the vows I made to you which my lips uttered and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will offer up to you fattened animals as burnt sacrifices, along with the smell of sacrificial rams. I will offer cattle and goats. Selah, come. Listen, all you who are loyal to God. I will declare what He has done for me. I cried out to Him for help and praised Him with my tongue. If I had harbored sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. However, God heard, He listened to my prayer. God deserves praise, for he did not reject my prayer or abandon his love for me. Proverbs 1023 23-10 32 New English Translation Carrying out a wicked scheme is enjoyable to a fool, and so is wisdom for the one who is discernment. What the wicked fears will come on him, what the righteous desire will be granted. When the storm passes through, the wicked are swept away, but the righteous are an everlasting foundation. Like vinegar to the teeth and like smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who send him. Fearing the Lord prolongs life, but the lifespan of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous is joy, but the expectation of the wicked perishes. The way of the Lord is like a stronghold for the upright, but it is destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be moved, but the wicked will not inhabit the land. The speech of the righteous bears the fruit of wisdom, but the one who speaks perversion will be destroyed. The lips of the righteous know what is pleasing, but the speech of the wicked is perverse. ...the scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible. https colon slash slash netbible.com copyright 1996, 2019 used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC all rights reserved. All glory to God in the highest.